This podcast is sponsored by Blue Butterfly, the go-to cocktail bar and place to meet on Earl Street, Maidstone. Bluebutterfly.co.uk. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Hope you're okay. It's Tuesday, October the 12th. And we start with the heartbreaking news that a mum of three from Gravesend has died just six months after being diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of just 35. Nicola Biddescombe was found to have stage three triple negative breast cancer, among the most aggressive and difficult forms to treat. She was heavily pregnant when she was told the news and by the time her daughter had arrived, the disease had spread to other parts of her body. Nicola and her partner Todd Miller spoke to KMTV in August. Just something that you just don't even think about. I just thought it was pregnancy related, it was nothing to worry about, antibiotics and I'd be alright, so it was a bit of a shock really. Nick did find it and we was sort of, oh yeah, we'll get it done, and you put it off and you put it off, and that's the trouble when you put it off sometimes, you know, yeah. it can be a little too late. So Before of this, I would never in a million years would have thought somebody like my age would be getting breast cancer, so if this can raise awareness, it spread to lungs, liver, um, bone, and quite a lot of the lymph nodes, um, which, yeah, was bad news. And your lungs. Yeah, lungs also as well, yeah. I mean, the NHS has been amazing. We've took everything that they've offered, and they're still trying. We're trying a new drug combination on my next round to see if that's effective, because the chemo that I've had at the moment isn't doing what he should. It's still growing. It's continued to grow. More than £200,000 have been raised in the hope Nicola would be able to access drugs that are currently only available in America. She was mum to Delilah, who's six, Rudy, who's two, and baby Jasmine. Well, Nicola's dad, Peter, has said she will forever be in our hearts and her spirit will live on all around us, especially in her young children. As Nicola's dad and on behalf of her loving family, I would like to thank all the lovely, kind-hearted people who donated money to our Brave Girls cause. Well, the family have added that they intend to carry on with planned fundraising activities to reach their goal of £250,000. That money will now go towards supporting Nicola's children and to a cancer charity supporting youngsters. We've got a link to the fundraising page in the story at Kent Online where you can also read further tributes. And our thoughts are very much today with Nicola's family and friends at this incredibly sad time. Kent Online News. Four men who died in a crash in Headcorn at the weekend have been named. 44-year-old Johnny Cash, Smiler Cash, who was 25, 19-year-old John Boy Cash and Jacko Cosgrove, who was 18, were killed when the car they were in hit a tree on Lenham Road in the early hours of Sunday. Jacko had recently learned his wife was expecting, while John Boy had become a dad just six weeks ago. It's understood the group have been travelling to watch the heavyweight boxing clash between Tyson Fury and Dion Wilder when the crash happened. Yesterday, local MP Helen Waitley paid tribute, saying news of this crash is horrendous and shocking. My deepest sympathies are with the families and loved ones of the young men who have lost their lives. This is just so incredibly sad. I know people in Headcorn will be deeply shocked by what has happened. Thank you to the emergency services and everyone involved in responding. Now, yesterday, I inadvertently gave credit to that tribute to MP Helen Grant. Apologies 
apologies for that. It was sent to us by MP Helen Waitley. A man and woman have been arrested after police raided a suspected brothel in Gillingham. Officers rescued two vulnerable women from a property in the Duncan Road area on Friday. A 44- and 42-year-old were detained at the same time in south-east London. They've been questioned and released pending further inquiries. A man who stole meat from a Tesco in Ramsgate before knocking out the store manager has been jailed. Lee Kennelly claimed he was acting in self-defence when he punched the worker in December 2018. The 37-year-old from Manston Road has been found guilty of actual bodily harm and locked up for 15 months. No swim zones remain in place at 14 beaches in Kent after wastewater was released into the sea. A fault at a wastewater pumping station in Broadstairs a week ago is to blame. There are calls for Southern Water to do more to resolve an issue that's regularly plagued beaches in Thanet and elsewhere in recent years. Valerie Kelly is from Canterbury City Council and was on the lowdown on our Facebook Live last night, along with Botany Bay resident Barry Manners. It's been appalling because... Like most places, we are recovering from pandemic, businesses are struggling and uh, we need we need the tourists, we need business to be brought back. So, you know, we have then suddenly we have the beaches closed because of sewage spills. And really, do you want to get in the sea um, if there is sewage there? No, most people don't want to do that. And, you know, we hit the headlines with our oysters um, having problems as well. So what with the oysters, the spillage of sewage, um, really, it's not it's not good for our town making those sorts of headlines, and we are deeply, deeply concerned about the um, incapacity of Southern Water to seemingly uh, address this issue. And Barry, bringing you into it, because unfortunately it's not just the Canterbury district no. that have been um, affected. So bringing it back to you, back to Thanet, um, you know, just last week, 14 areas of Thanet, the, you know, the various beaches, Botany Bay, where yourself and from were closed. You know, that must have a real impact. I know it's not really the weather at the moment to be going to the beaches, but still not being able to go there for that reason must have a real impact on you guys. Well, you say that, Christina, but Thanet's one of the UK's most... Uh, economically deprived areas and the beaches are, are an important recreation mm. space for people here um, you know when you look at my when I look at my neighbors Facebook feeds and so on I'll see you know it'll be the kids kicking balls around on the beach people taking their dogs for a walk people going for a stroll in the afternoon it's it's a recreation space and and also we don't have a great deal of industry here um, we don't even have the benefit of oysters <laughs> uh, unlike Whitstable and so tourism and, and hosp the hospitality industries, and, and it destroys confidence. And, mm. and not just a, a vacuous statement, that's people's livelihoods, jobs, their mortgages paid. That's what depends on people coming to Thanet, staying here for a weekend or a week and having a holiday. And if the, be the beaches are our principal attraction, without those, uh, we're, we're nothing. Southern Water say a full investigation is underway and they're passionately committed to the environment. And tonight's episode of The Lowdown is looking at whether laws need to be changed to protect cats more. You can watch and get involved via our Facebook from 6pm. New measures have been announced to protect more than 1,400 homes in Tunbridge and Hildenborough from flooding. The Environment Agency have been given permission to increase capacity at the Lye Reservoir by a quarter so it can hold more water water. Council bosses say it's an important step in response to climate change. And a month-long survey of the Goodwin Sands off Deal is underway to make sure vessels don't crash into it. It takes place 
every 12 years with high-tech equipment used to map the shifting seabed and identify any potential hazards. The sands were completely unmarked and uncharted for centuries, posing a constant navigational threat to sailors. The Kent Online Podcast with Blue Butterfly, Earl Street, Maidstone. Some good news, the number of people out of work in Kent has gone down for the seventh month in a row. According to Stats Out Today, 53,275 in the county were claiming jobless benefits in September. That's about 1,500 less than the previous month, although still 20,000 higher than before the pandemic. And it's feared unemployment could rise again now the furlough scheme has ended. Bosses in Dover say most of the signatures on a petition to rehome Afghan refugees won't count. More than 27,000 people have given their support to calls for a target for how many asylum seekers should be taken in, but the council say they can only accept signatures from Dover residents, which was only 140. They say they're ready to respond and provide accommodation. A Kent care home's been rated inadequate after inspectors found it unsafe, not always caring and not well led. Staff at Pelham House in Folkestone, which suffered the deaths of 10 residents during the pandemic, was said to have been left frustrated and unable to properly care for their residents during an inspection in August. There were also issues with managing medicine. Well, bosses have said they're disappointed by the CQC report and added, whilst we do recognise some of the points they make and have been working with them to rectify and take things forward, we also take issue with some of its conclusions. During the visit, they complimented the care provided to our residents. There are calls for a landmark building in Raynham to be brought back into use as soon as possible. Barclays Bank will be leaving its branch by the High Street this Friday, 102 years after it first opened as the London and Provincial Bank. A local councillor says the building, which is owned by an independent landlord, is iconic. Head to the story on the Medway pages of Kent Online and you can vote in our poll as to what you think it should be used for. The team behind the Kent School Games are hoping to reconnect children with sport following the pandemic. It's feared many youngsters haven't done as much exercise as they should do over the past 18 months. The Reconnect Rainbow Challenge encourages pupils to take part in different exercises to earn rewards. Paralympic skier Millie Knight has been at a school in New Romney to see it in action. It's about getting people back into sport, getting active both physically and mentally and about their well-being. It's really, really important to keep active. Um, I've I've heard some really horrible facts today um, that just over half of young children aren't getting their daily recommended um, exercise. And I think that's terrible. Um, It really, really hurts me. It makes me very sad to think that. Um, And I think if we can inspire just 1% of young children to get into sport, then that's that's what I've achieved. (laughs) There's no pressure. There's no stress. When I was... When I was young, I wasn't interested in sport at all, not even vaguely. I was the worst at every sport that my school did. Until I found the the right sport, that's when I got back into exercise and actually started to enjoy it more. Um, And until I found rowing and skiing and karate, I wasn't interested. So it's about trying all these different sports and activities and finding the one you love. 
And we'll have more from Millie in the sport in just a bit. Kent's roads bosses say a shortage of HGV drivers won't affect gritting vehicles this winter. We're told the service is run by staff who work full-time for KCC Highways and their partners. They've tweeted to offer reassurance that roads will be treated when the weather gets colder. A railway crossing near Sittingbourne is going to be permanently closed following a number of high-risk incidents, many involving children. An emergency order was issued in March to temporarily shut the footpath known as Simpsons Crossing in Bobbing. Network Rail have decided not to reopen it. Instead, they'll create a route for people to cross the tracks using Sheppey Road Overbridge. A kitten's been treated by a Kent charity after suffering from painful eye damage and suspected migraines. Kiki was taken into Cats Protection in Bredhurst after her owner realised she couldn't look after her. The four-month-old Cornish Rex has now been adopted by a Gillingham couple. Kent Online Sport. Football and a Kent player could feature in the England team for their World Cup qualifier against Hungary later. 23-year-old Fikeo Tomori, who went to school in Gravesend, has been called up to the national squad. Manager Gareth Southgate says it's been tough picking a team for every match. We want to keep the consistency of performances. We've had that definitely throughout this calendar year. Everybody knows there's that competition for places. Everybody knows that they can't afford a day off. And they've got pride in putting the shirt on every time they play and they want to show what they're capable of as a team. Kickoff at Wembley is at 7.45. As promised, more from Millie Knight, who's been updating us on her recovery from a nasty fall which left her suffering concussion. The 22-year-old visually impaired skier from Canterbury is back in training ahead of next year's Paralympics. My training is, is going well. I am in the process of recovering from a, a quite a significant fall that I had back in February where I sustained a really severe concussion. Um, so my training has been basically a sort of return to snow return to training so it's been quite slow and uh and kind of steady but we're now starting to build it back up again um so that when the first world cup races in december start hopefully i'll be ready by then going into the world championships in january and then eventually paralympic games end of february beginning of march um i have no medal targets um i'm not setting any physical um targets or anything like that medals are not my concern or priority at the moment um it it adds far too much stress um and detracts from actually the performance itself so that's that's what i'm working on if if i cross the finish line and i'm proud of my performance then i've achieved it And on the sports pages of Kent Online, you can see pictures from the weekend's Tunbridge Half Marathon. It marked its 10th anniversary with 600 runners on the starting line. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus, you can subscribe to the IM News app. That's going to give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Blue Butterfly, the go-to cocktail bar and place to meet on Earl Street, Maidstone. BlueButterfly.co.uk